Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. Ah uh, yes, more breaking news that will send a shiver up your traditional Catholic spine as we head into the secular holiday weekend. We have a few news items that continue to confirm that the Vatican is moving to functionally end Benedict XVI's landmark modu proprio Samorum Pontificum, and that they're going to do it much sooner rather than later. And this confirmation comes from Dijon, France, as well as from the Vatican Cardinal, Secretary of State, the man called the Vice Pope by many. So get ready for this, folks, because it's going to be a bumpy ride in the near future. And I'll start this by thanking the patrons of this channel for making my coverage of late-breaking news possible. I wouldn't be able to drop what I'm doing to prepare things on short notice like this without your support, so my hat is off to all of you. Now, let's dive in. The stories I'm going to cover now are not good when taken by themselves, but when taken together, they don't get good at all. They paint a picture that this pontificate is waging its own battle against the sacred traditions of the faith. So let's start with the big story. From Gloria TV, we get this headline. Cardinal Perlin, we must end the old Latin Mass forever. Two cardinals that are both perfectly placed to abolish the Latin Mass, or at least to heavily restrict access to it, are gloating about their intention to do just that. From the article, quote, We must put an end to this Mass forever, Vatican Secretary of State Pietro Perlin told a group of like-minded cardinals according to poxliturgique.com on the 28th of June. The reliable news source does not give information about when and where Perlin made this claim. Pax Liturgique also published a quote by Archbishop Roche, the new prefect of the liturgy congregation who laughingly told English-speaking seminary officials in Rome and members of the Curia, Samorum Pontificum is practically dead. We're going to give the power back to the bishops on this, but especially not to the rigid bishops, end quote. I had to swap out a word there and replace it with the word rigid, but just think of those who share liturgical opinions with Cardinal Burke. So in terms of diocesan ordinaries, the bishops who will have the least say according to this will be the likes of Bishop Strickland, Archbishop Sample, Cardinal Muller, you know, the ones who have a reputation for being rigid, regardless of whether they warrant that label or not. And it's fascinating that they're going to craft this document of theirs to make it so those kinds of bishops don't have the ability to let the traditional liturgy thrive in their dioceses. Now, we to back this up, we turn to the Diocese of Dijon, France, which expelled the Fraternal Society of St. Peter, the FSSP, recently. Rorate Celli provides the best translation of this story. Headline, Urgent! The abolition of Samorum Pontificum could come within days or weeks. Declarations from bishops and cardinals. Now, they're citing the same French source for this story, and mostly quoting it, which I'll also do. But here's the setup. The lay faithful came to their bishop to demand to know why the FSSP were being given the boot from the diocese. The bishop, Archbishop Roland Minerath, had, as Rorate Celli describes it, ominous, menacing words. Quote, You will have a new motu proprio in the upcoming days or weeks, Archbishop Minerath, Archbishop of Dijon, told on June 26th to the faithful of the traditional mass who came to display their discontent before the archdiocesan building. Rorate, this declaration is on video, end quote. Here the editor of Rorate Celli quotes the article portion that I did above, but then, they, then the piece continues after that, quote, It must be known additionally that Archbishop Menorath, who opened the hostilities against the traditional community of Dijon, is a member of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, and Rorate's note, currently in charge of the application of Samorum Pontificum. And due to this is present every month in Rome, surrounded by the curial milieu that have prepared the offensive against Samorum Pontificum. End quote. 
Okay, so we have the Archbishop who gave the FSSP the boot, confirming what we've been saying for some time now. And by we, I mean most of the traditional promoters here on YouTube and various podcasting platforms. We all have been saying that this was coming. But it's not all. I also have an update for those wondering why the FSSP are getting expelled from that diocese, and it's really rather simple. The bishop, Archbishop Minarath, demanded that they con-celebrate the new Mass, the so-called ordinary form, that they say the new Mass. The Mass designed, you know, by a member of the Stonecutter Group, Archbishop Bugnini, and his good friends among Protestants. And most FSSP priests absolutely refuse to say the new Mass, though they will never say why. Now, I'd hazard a guess that they won't say why because of the very real possibility that if they did, they'd get labeled as a Lefevreist, which is a badge of honor in my mind. But now we have more proof that this isn't limited to the Latin Mass. From Mike Hickson on Twitter, we get this, quote, From yesterday, new rule for St. Peter's Basilica in Rome. Novus Ordo Masses have to be mainly celebrated in Italian, not Latin. Some of the liturgies of the hours should be sung in, in Gregorian melodies, but if possible, in Italian, not Latin. Drop by drop against tradition continues, end quote. She continued this thought in a story from John Henry Weston's website in a piece that she wrote there, quote, Latin would only be permitted in the fixed parts of the Mass, the Kyrie, the Gloria, the Sanctus, the Pater, and the Agnus Dei. The new rules will apply to the recitation of the Liturgy of the Hours as well, as the note states that such recitation may also be celebrated in Italian, although keeping the Gregorian melody. Some Latin will be retained, but only for the hymn, the antiphon, the benedictus, the magnificat, and the pater. This change will not be as immediate as the changes seen in the Mass and will instead occur in the near future, since time is needed to prepare the necessary booklets, end quote. So there you have it. This is all coming in in a rush at this moment. And, and why? Because I made a sort of soft prediction when I did my string of videos on the likely ending of Samorum Pontificum back in May, and what I said then was this that the anniversary of Samorum Pontificum's release was coming up on the 7th of July, and now we're told that it'll be functionally ended within days or weeks. Today is the 1st of July, meaning that anniversary is just a week away, so I will not be surprised if this happens on the 7th of July. Maybe it won't, but my soft prediction still stands. But as Mike Hickson's piece states, there is a real antipathy towards Latin, which I'll address after I let her speak on this in her own words, since it was her observation, one that we all have shared for some time, but she expresses it rather well in her piece. Quote, the latest rules come on the back of the spring directives regarding private masses and traditional Latin masses in the Vatican. In a March 12th letter, private masses were abruptly canceled. Masses limited to concelebration at set altars between the hours of 7 and 9 a.m., and celebration of the extraordinary form, or Latin mass, was limited to a small altar in the crypt, also in the hours of 7 to 9 a.m., Cardinal Gambetti issued his own note on the 22nd of June in an attempt to clarify the earlier note, which had not borne his signature. His tone suggested slightly more freedom than the March 12th letter, as he noted the priests would be allowed to offer Mass at different altars than the ones prescribed, on the occasion of a saint's feast if his remains are kept in the basilica. End quote. She goes on to describe what we've seen so far, and cites that article that quotes Cardinal Perelin extensively. She also reports that Francis has finished the third draft of his motu proprio that would end Samorum Pontificum. So again, we should expect it in the coming days or weeks. But not all is bad and not all is lost. Over at Vox Cantor, the author over there reminds us that we are unlikely to go along with this. I mean, sure, the FSSP will, as an organization, go along with it. But whether the bulk of their priests will go along with it remains to be seen. And sure, the Institute of Christ the King, Sovereign Priest, and 
other accepted organizations will go along. But will their priests? Again, most of them refuse to say the new mass, but again, we'll never tell you why. I'd like to know, but none of them will tell me, and I won't be pressing the ones that I know about that either, since I know that they're in an unenviable spot in all of this. But will the t typical tradition-minded layperson go along with it? And I don't think most will. Some will, to be sure, the ones who say, well, whatever the FSSP do, I'll do, but that's a road that you don't really want to go down. But one thing is for sure, among the laity, when the new mass was promulgated and the traditional liturgy functionally suppressed, it was all done with barely a whimper of opposition from the laity. I don't think that'll be the case this time, because what Francis and the rest haven't learned yet is this. Once you brought back the traditional liturgy, there is no putting that genie back in the bottle. So they can try to end the Latin Mass, but the Mass will persist, even if you see a number of dioceses around the world dismiss the FSSP and similar groups. And that could be your diocese or mine. Just bear that in mind. And I'll end this with a couple of quotes. The first from a traditionally-minded priest on Twitter. Father J. Finelli writes, quote, If Jerome were alive today, his quote would be, The whole world groaned and was astonished to find itself modernist. <laughs> End quote. For whatever reason, the modernists hate Latin. Do you know who else shares that opinion of Latin? The devil. The second quote comes from an interview with an exorcist that first appeared online about five years ago, and I remember reading it when it came out, actually. Quote, The devil hates Latin. It's the universal language of the church. I asked him about this afterwards, and he repeated it, saying that his personal experiences as an exorcist, who has performed many, many exorcisms, have convinced him of this. He told me that he has heard from exorcists who did exorcisms in Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese, the only approved vernaculars for his particular rite, that Latin was the most effective language. End quote. Now, I've promised a video on why Latin is a sacred language in the church, and I'll get to work on that soon, with the aim of having it done hopefully by the Saturday after the issuing of Francis's forthcoming motu proprio that will attempt to put the Latin Mass back into the catacombs of the church, and it'll take the place of whatever papal document I would be recording for that day. But until then, let me know what you think of this in the comments, please, and pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.